Hey y'all, it's Sweet Pasta, aka the Princess. So I just want to let y'all know, quick disclaimer, I will be talking about statutory rape, underage dating, all of that. So if it makes you feel uncomfortable, if it's going to trigger you, Sweet Pasta will love you if you stop listening. But if you're curious and kind of freaky like Sweet Pasta, hey, keep listening to the podcast. Hey, you're listening to the Sweet Pasta Experience. I'm your host, Sweet Pasta, a.k.a. The Princess Ho. And this podcast is for all the princess hoes and the men that love us. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Princess hoes and homies. It's Sweet Pasta, a.k.a. The Princess Ho. Thank y'all so much for listening to the podcast. Make sure y'all subscribe, leave a review, share the podcast with the homie, all of that. Also, leave a donation on the Anchor website or just send me some money on Cash App, Sweet Pasta 1000. Anyways, today's episode is called Underage Pussy. And I want to talk about young girls interacting, dating, let's just call it what it is, having sex with older men. And I wanted to talk about this because Sweet Pasta wants to be relevant. And with everything, with R. Kelly, 30 years, and the news, all of that, I thought it was appropriate. So we got a question from one of our princess hoes. So here's a question. Sweet Pasta, hey, I am in high school, and I am dating a man in his 20s. How do I know if I am in love? Woo! Child, why y'all had to come to me with this? Like... Y'all know I'm a hot mess. Okay, so first of all, Princess Ho, thank you so much for this question. Thank you for being vulnerable enough to talk to Sweet Pasta. First things first, leave these old niggas alone. Stay your ass at school. Focus on your studies. <laughs> no, but for real, for real, I'm going to keep it 100. First of all, if you kicking it with the older guy and you're underage, make sure he knows you're underage. Do not have a man go to jail because you're curious, you're seeking love, you got daddy issues, whatever. Be 100 with him. Make sure he knows you are under the age of 18. Let's start with that. Because your curiosity can cause someone to be in jail for the rest of their life. Secondly, be smart. Be smart. Don't let no nigga hit you with the whoop-de-whoop, swoop-de-swoop. What I mean, hit you with sweet nothings, meaning, oh, baby, I love you. We're going to get married after you graduate from high school. I'll wait for you after college. And then he bust a nut in you. He dip. You pregnant. You don't graduate from high school. And then you broke, looking like Wu-Pan-Poo, right? Just be smart with it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't <laughs> Just be smart with it. You know, if you go... If you're going to kick it with him, make sure y'all taking care of each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, I hope y'all keep it a buck, right? What I mean by that is y'all look out for each other. You know, he'd be like, hey, prom coming up. You like your nails done, hair done. You got activity fees. Let me look out for you and you take care of me. I'm just saying. I wish somebody would have told me I could have got money for giving head, you know, monetize this pussy. Because, <laughs> baby, I was out there doing recreational pussy. But, nah. But to answer your question, I'm just clowning. Actually, I'm kind of serious. But, on for real, for real, you know it's love. <sighs> love is growth. Love is not kissy-kiss, touchy-touch, spend all time together, talk, all happiness and joy. Love is growth. And... 
growth takes time. And when it comes to a man, I'm not an expert, but from what I've been told and learned is that a language men speak is money and time is money. So if a man gives you his time, chances are he cares about you, but make sure it's consistent time, not surprise. And then I don't see you for three weeks. No, consistently spending time with you, not hours on end because love is not obsession, but consistently checking in with you and making sure that he's helping you get to a new level, being better than the person you were when he first met you and making sure he is exploring your mind, not just inside your panties. So that's why I would say, first of all, leave these older niggas alone. Second of all, don't let them hit you with the whoopty whoop, swoopty swoop. And just ask yourself, is he spending time with me? Are we having good conversations? Is he growing my mind? Is he helping me get to a better place and be a better woman? This actually makes me think of my personal experiences with talking to an older older man. But before we jump into the episode, you know we got to do the word of the day. So today's word is statutory rape. I think it's applicable. So according to Wikipedia, statutory rape is non-forcible sexual activity with individuals below the age of consent. And I think it's clear why I chose this phrase because, A, I think uh, we don't have enough education or conversations about statutory rape. So we are going to call him Piggy because he had a beard and thinking about the three little pigs, you know, not by the hair of my chinny chin chin. So Piggy and I met when I was 16. He was 22. And we met at the grocery store because, you know, Sweet Pasta was really sheltered. If she wasn't at school, she was at the store with her mom. If she ever left the house and Piggy worked at the grocery store and he would look at sweet pasta. He would just notice her and she loved how he had pretty eyes. He was light complexion with a beard. And then every time she would go to the store, she would always make sure to see him and make sure he saw her. And y'all know sweet pasta. She's assertive. She wants it, she'll make it happen. (laughs) So one day I just got tired of us just looking and flirting with each other. So I just gave him my number. And then we exchanged. uh, We started talking. And then, unfortunately, when we would talk, a common theme would be he would point out my flaws, point out my text and typos, just challenge and be negative to me. For example, he would make fun of me because I would dance in the store. Because if you know Sweet Pasta, she likes to be happy and just confident and doesn't care what people think. He said that he doesn't believe in waiting until marriage to have sex because a commitment, like how you know how good it is unless you try it. And I remember one time we were talking about hobbies and interests. I was like, yeah, such and such. I love Jesus, but I also like sucking dick or something like that. And then he was like, how are you going to talk about Jesus and sex in the same conversation? I was just, it's, it's what I like. And then he called me an attention whore, just really beat up on me. And then I knew it was a red flag when he was like, nah, I don't give head. I was just like, whoa. Because to me, it's not about the head itself. But to me, when I hear a man says, 
he doesn't give head. He's not into exploration or he's not, he's selfish. He has limitations and y'all know sweet pasta <laughs> doesn't have limitations. <laughs> and the few times that Piggy and I saw each other, it was limited. We went on a double date with his friend and my sister because he didn't have a car. <laughs> and then when he finally did get a car, I remember us having a car date. And I remember wearing these tight jeans. I was like, oh, he going to love them. He going to love how my body looks in them. And then we get to fooling around in the car. And then he was like, dang, these pants are so tight that I can't pull them down, like just complaining. And I remember at one point he was kissing like and sucking on me. And I was like, piggy, piggy, piggy. Because I thought guys like when you say their name, he was like, why are you saying my name so much? And then I remember one time he wanted to see me, but my mom wouldn't let me. I, I didn't disclose all the details about him, but I told him, I was like, hey, my OG won't let me see you. She don't trust you. I was like, you should, you should give me a gift. You should give me an Abby Cadabby bag. I love Abby Cadabby. You should give me a bag and maybe she'll think you're nice. And then he called me and he was just fussing. He was like, what? What? And then you're going to ask for uh, Abby Cadabby book bag? That don't even make sense. He was just so mad. And then it just got to the point where I just got tired of him just talking bad about me, the back and forth. And on. It was about November 2009, and I was just like, let me just focus on school, give a break, and just just do me. And then, fortunately and unfortunately, we got back to talking with each other maybe April 2010. It was right before my birthday and before prom season, and I remember I just got tired of him talking negative to me, so I remember one time... I pretended to be one of my friends and I was talking shit about him. And then he had called me. We were talking on the phone. Then he said, yeah, I'm so salty. I got you these flowers for prom. And for an ounce of me, I felt bad. But then I just got over. It. I was like, well, I wouldn't have been mean to you. <laughs> have you been nice to me? And then we talked some more here and there. And it was summer 2010. And then I would text him and he would text me and I would send him pictures of me. And I remember sending him the thong of the day. And uh, cause sweet pasta loves sending nudes. <laughs> and then we were talking and one day I was staying with my sister in the city and she and her husband had to stay overnight in the hospital because he had some health complications. So I was like, Hey piggy, I got the crib to myself. Do you want to come over? And unfortunately, or fortunately, he wasn't able to. And I was just like, dang. At this point, we'd never had sex with each other. I was just like, what you got to, this is so weird. Like, for a guy who always talking about sex with me, he don't seem like he want to have sex with me. And then it's fall 2010. I'm off to college. And then start taking Chinese because I'm a business major at the time that didn't last long <laughs> and I was telling like yeah I'm studying Chinese you should come over and you should finger me while I'm doing calligraphy practicing writing characters 
And he was like, why are you taking Chinese? That language sounds so ugly, blah, 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 blah. <sighs> and then I would, I would get frustrated with him. It would be a cycle. I would get frustrated with him. We'd, I stop talking and then he'll hit me up or I'll hit him up and then it'll be nice talking and then he'll say something mean and it'll just be an endless cycle. And then what made me stay around so long was the fact that I focused more and romanticized the good times when we weren't arguing, the times that he wasn't mean to me. And I remember it was toward the end of my first quarter at my alma mater. And I went around asking people, I was like, how do you know you're in love? How do you know you're in love? Just questioning everyone. Because I thought I, I loved him because he was the longest relationship I've had. It was toxic. It was on and off. But, you know, it was the first time that a guy or man showed interest in me over a long period of time. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to tell Piggy. I'm going to tell Piggy. I'm going to profess my love to him. And I text him. I was like, Piggy, I love you. And it took so much courage for me to say that. And you know what he said? He said, I love you as a friend. And then he followed up with, what's the likelihood of us having sex if I came to your dorm room? And I was just so embarrassed. I was so just hurt. Cause it was just like, wow. And then in that moment, I was like, this is just hopeless. I deserve better. I don't know. I don't know what is to come for me in my future with a relationship, but this ain't it. I can do bad by myself. So he hit me up twice after that. And it wasn't talking about too much and nothing. And I remember he hit me up on Instagram saying like, oh, you're so amazing. You're so smart. What? Your your mom passed away? Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, nigga, she did not like your ass. <laughs> but but thank you for your condolences. And looking back, I'm grateful. Because even though. It, he was special to me at the time for my my 16, 17, 18 year old self. And I appreciate that experience because you know that phrase you never know how strong you are until you have to be strong and it helped me be so resilient so when other situations other heartbreaks came I knew I would be okay because of piggy so I always tell myself when I get disappointed over a guy I just tell myself girl if you can get over your 18 year old self being embarrassed by professing your love to somebody who didn't love you, you're going to get over this one. That's why I always tell myself, like, man, you got over Piggy, you you can get over anybody. And I also appreciate that situation because it helped me understand women who are in abusive relationships because me and my dad always get into it. He's like, how can you let a man hit on you? Why is she entertaining that guy? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, Daddy, you don't get it. Like, you see men through your eyes, but she see him through her eyes. And some women have a scarcity mindset, at least we pasta. And understanding that a raggedy man 
half a man is better than no man. Because, at least for me and my experiences, you know, part of the reason I was entertaining someone who was six years older than me is because at school, the boys weren't checking for me. The boys weren't talking to me. So I just I just wanted to feel pretty. I wanted to be seen. But now I know. I, I, I'm not 100% of an expert on what love is. But I know that love is supposed to be uplifting. I know love is not supposed to hurt. Remind you of your faults. Because that's even in the Bible. <laughs> it's, uh, it doesn't remind you of your wrongdoings or whatever. Um, so with all that being said, princess hoes, first things first, pride. Step away when it's not what you want. And understand you can't. There's no amount of accommodations you can make for someone who just don't give a fuck because a relationship is a team effort. You can improve yourself and accommodate, alter, but they got to be willing to improve too, cooperate. And I knew I should have left when he said he didn't eat pussy, <laughs> but also just the fact that it was the back and forth, back and forth. But part of the reason I kept going back to him because I didn't think I could do better. I thought he was the best I could do, but I want y'all princess hoes to be better than me and know that you can do better. You can, and you can do bad by yourself, you know, get you, <laughs> get you some money and then just get you some good sex toys. <laughs> but then also princess hoes, I want y'all to be patient with yourself. Make your healing, your responsibility, your liberty is your responsibility. And don't beat yourself up for your past relationships and past mistakes. Just don't do it again. Don't be dumb. Don't keep being dumb. You can be dumb once or twice, but don't keep being dumb. <laughs> don't romanticize your pain. You know, like Fabulous said, don't be bitter. Be better. That's that's the best thing you can do to get back at a man who hurts you is just show him that you're stronger. You ain't got to flaunt it on social media, but just show him that you're better without him. And you can forgive him because I forgive Piggy. I wish him nothing but the best I hope he is happy with his life I hope he's the best dad in the world but I can forgive him from afar I ain't gotta seek closure nah I forgive you from over here with my legs closed all of that and then lastly princess host I want to encourage y'all to tell people about your experiences so they can help you because in the bible it talks about confess your sins one another you know, talk to people about what you're going through because people can help you process your experience. They can offer advice. They can help you see certain things in a certain way. Because I'll never forget, it was my third year in college, or fourth year, and my homie, oh, he was so amazing. He made me feel so beautiful, um, like a strong black woman. And we were talking. I was like, yeah, I was in a verbally abusive relationship. He was like, yeah, some guys, they beat up on women. They talk bad to women because they don't like themselves so instead of working on themselves they point out your flaws and he said I'm saying this because I did that to my ex and I was like wow wow and then to my fellas if y'all tired of seeing women be around ancient niggas if y'all want better for women just love on us and this is more so for the men who have women in their lives you know sisters aunties daughters teach us 
how a man's supposed to treat a woman through your actions. Like show us that men are action oriented. Show us that men show up with gifts. Show us that men will have conversations with you and want to get to know your personality and your mind and not just want to get you in bed or have sex with you. Like constantly tell us that we're beautiful. Constantly remind us that our personality shines. So when a man does come around, it's like his kindness isn't a surprise and or we know when to walk away like, oh, I like remind us and show us how a man's supposed to treat us um, through your actions and the women that you know in your life. And then if you're a guy who I'm not talking, I'm not telling y'all to date underage girls. I'm not saying I'm just saying in relationships in general <laughs> for the guys who may not have their shit together and they feel insecure about a woman that's interested in her. First things first, for me, sweet pasta, I think it's super sexy for a man to ask for my opinion, to ask for my help when it comes to my thoughts, my intellect, and my skills. So I never had that happen before. Maybe it's the type of guys I've dealt with, but I never had a man ask me for help with his career goals. So I think that would be super sexy, you know? So if you're not where you want to be financially, career-wise, and she got her ish together, ask her for help. Because that's very flattering. Because women, we want to be utilized. We want to help. We want to nurture. And especially if we got degrees and skill sets, we we want to be celebrated. We want to showcase that. So don't be intimidated by her career success, her intellect. No, have use her knowledge to help better you. Or if you got your ish together, or maybe let's say, for instance, you know, Sweet Pasta, she love hood niggas. You know, she a whole snow bunny from the suburbs, right? Let's just say you a hood nigga and you approach Sweet Pasta. You got your crib, your car, all of that, and you still feel insecure. Don't. Because one, yes, we want men who are stable, but a car and a crib ain't going to press a woman who can do that for herself, especially if you don't use your car to come pick her up or if you got a different woman in your car every single day or your crib doesn't matter if all we do is argue every time I come over but even if you don't feel like you're smart enough for her you're classy enough for her it's not your job to focus on what you don't have or why you're not good enough because you're seeing yourself through your eyes you're not seeing She's looking at you through different eyes. You're focused on what you're missing and she's focused on your potential, what you could be. So don't focus on, oh, she got this. She don't need me. No, take the time to research her and find out what she needs, what goal she has, and then reflect on yourself and think about, wow, what do I have that can help her? Because everyone has value. Everyone has a superpower. Everyone has a smart. Intelligence is not just book smarts. Like, if you're not where you want to be, or if you are where you want to be, there's there's still room for growth, and you can still add value to a woman's life. You don't have to be intimidated or think that you, you're you useless to a woman, no matter what level in school she is or what career she's in. So I just want to leave y'all with that. 
if y'all got any questions <laughs> or anything like that make sure y'all hit up sweet pasta um hit me up on social media sweet pasta 1000 i don't keep it 100 i keep it 1000 and then only fans of course you know sweet pasta got body but she also got bills so help her out until next time princess ho stay pretty stay positive bye